Welcome to We Like Having Fun, an Office Hours Live with Tim Heidecker recap podcast. Tonight, we are recapping the Office Hours episode from August 27th, and we're probably going to get into a little of the old drop concert if if Carl had a chance to watch and or listen to it. Carl, did you get to watch the drop concert? I was able to listen to a good amount of the drop concert. Yes. Fantastic. Were you uh, <clears throat> were you there live or uh, able to catch up today or whenever? No, unfortunately, that was posted ten o'clock Eastern time, and Saturday I went to bed early. So okay. I missed it. Well, we will but get all. Yeah, we will get all into that. Um, but let's just or Friday, whenever it was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, that was last night. Crazy. Yeah, it was last night. Mm-hmm. So. Um. So yeah, I mean that was basically um, one of the early announcements in the uh, in the show, which was which was big news. Um, announced during the show on Thursday that Saturday we're having a drop concert. And that's pretty exciting because we talk about drop concerts all the time and how much we like those little end of the show, two minute little guys. So that was very exciting news off the top. Um, I had noted, you know, I thought it was cool that they were doing the um, super chat. They were matching, um, you know, donations for the super chat this week, which was good. Um, Donating to the family of Jacob Blake. Um, they have a new bit going where they talk about how, uh, you know, Tim's house is now the OHL, you know, compound where, uh, Vic and his family have moved into and, and now Doug's there in and in a tent in the front yard. Um, that makes me smile when I think of <laughs> their house as a compound. Um, and, uh, Especially with the fall resurgence, if they had all just shacked up, we wouldn't have to worry about any gaps in the episodes. Exactly. Well, it's. I mean, they're pretty loose. You know, I feel like they were like pretty good about masks and, and things like that. But you know, they're they're clearly have accepted that they're all in a bubble, and you know, hope. I guess they all probably trust each other not to be too careless out there, and and uh, yeah. keep each other safe, and they care about each other. So. Um, but yeah, unless Matt's checking temperatures at the door and we don't know it. It's true. Matt, are you checking, checking temps? Um, cause the mask, you know, I, I thought it was good. It seemed like kind of silly at one point that they were even wearing masks, but, um, but it was like, it's just like, I a, thought it was great. Yeah, it's great. No, it's like, a, it's, it funny. it's like a good, you know, like message, you know what I mean? But I guess that, I guess yeah. that got old. I just entered a work environment for the first time since, since March and, we have to wear a mask all the time and it's a, it's a change of pace, man. I was, I was pretty darn isolated and not really going out too much and man, masks all day long. Um, you know, it's hard. I mean, it's, you know, I guess you get used to it, but it's only about a few days now, but yeah, it's like just, it's like whenever I finish anything, like I'm like finished with things at work, like little tasks. I'm just like, 
I feel like I want to take off the mask as like a, you know what I mean? It's like your, I don't know, it's like they're your swim goggles or something. Like you just want to like take them off when you finish a task. I don't know, I find that. So I got to get used to it. It's pretty loose out here. I'm in Queens, New York, and it's very, you know, just, I'm not in a bubble. Um, as, you know, if you if you watch sports TV, you might see things about, uh, the U.S. Open tennis tournament in Queens, New York, being this, you know, this really safe, secure bubble. Can't really uh, say I agree with that assessment, but um, so far it's been okay. A few scary things, but uh, we won't get into all that. Um, but, yeah, it's cool. It's give like, us one small thing. All, of all the scary things, give me well, one small thing. Well, it's more just like, you know, a couple of people testing <laughs> positive that um you know that that i work with and know very well um and um but actually i was quite i went back to brooklyn where i lived for a long time and i um visited uh with some friends and you know i was happy to hear park slope is doing really well in the past um you know my neighborhood where i lived they were one of the top neighborhoods in new york there's like very very few cases and all of the you know, I just had I knew I know all the restaurants have been doing this outdoor thing, but Brooklyn it's kind of interesting because I you know I lived there for ten years and I went to these same blocks and then I I pulled up and it was like all this cool outdoor. It was like man, this is like this is pretty great, you know, like just like to have everything outside anyway, like it's just like a yeah, good it's something. It's a everywhere. Good, it's a good vibe. So um, that was that was fun and interesting to see some of my favorite old um, spots you know, like that. And a lot of them, you know, some of them were like full and had lines and you know, that was kind of obnoxious, but, um, and everything closes at like 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock, which was sort of shocking. But, um, yeah, things are getting, uh, things are, things are all right over here. I don't know how we went down this tangent, but, um, I noted that, uh, you know, Tim tried a backflip. Um, we really got into, <laughs> Um, some of the health stuff again this week. Um, I wrote, I like Doug's shirt with the little pocket. I don't, I don't know. I'm just finding that in my notes. I don't really remember what it looks like, but I wrote that. Blue hoodie with the yeah, yellow there were, pocket. There, yeah, there was like a, oh, are you watching it? Yeah, there was like a, I don't know. It was just kind of like a, looked like a jacket. He looks like he's like, he looks like a video game character or something. Like it's like a, <laughs> he looks like a DJ. He does, yeah. You know what? That's probably a DJ. Like for right? a video game DJ, like video. yo, he has the bright color jacket and the headphones with yeah. it too. Yeah. You could select good kit DJ Doug Pound as your character in the next uh, <laughs> dance dance revolution. Um, city of the day. Uh, city of day made me laugh because there was a big like a big uh, hesitation in the music being cued. You know, Tim's like. Next up, we have City of the Day. And it was just like, dot, dot. And then it kicked in. Um, <laughs> this one, this is, this, is, this is getting nuts, man. Good Sun Heights, <laughs> you know, was such a weird, you know, I was like, this is a, such a bizarre one. And then it was like, oh, okay, they got, yeah. they, they called it this one so that they can go off and do all these other bizarro, you know, play on words, you know, just really hammering it in um and uh, i think it's stemming from just saying gazuntai gazuntai yeah i mean it must be i think yeah um which i was taught as a boy 
um, from a um, from a Jewish friend of mine in high school to not say Gesundheit to people because huh. you don't know. It's like you know, it's German, and um, <laughs> you never like. I don't know. I think he was implying that like, you know, in World War Two or something. It's like you know, kind of like um, you know, scarred some. Some of my friends, like, relative, you know, he was just taught, like, Gesundheit. No, don't say that. Just say bless you or, you know, just something. Gesundheit is a <laughs> Nazi, you know, <laughs> Nazi thing that happened that they used to say, I guess. Doesn't, huh. It doesn't seem like the Nazis would be polite enough to, you know, say Gesundheit after a sneeze. But, <laughs> um, but so yeah. So, weird. <clears throat> I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. So th- this went off. Um and, you know, I liked how they just kind of, like, passed it to du- they passed it around a little bit, which was fun. Like, Tim started, and then it was like, Doug was like, oh. And, you know, it was like his turn. He was like, oh, kazoo nights. Um, turns your snores into soothing kazoo sounds. And, uh, and then Vic got involved, you know. Or, no, Doug went on with rec, rec room kites. Which you know, indoor kites. It got it went so far. It was like any you know, and then um, Vic did the Sondheim Sondheim bites, the musical theater snacks. So they're having fun. You know, this is this is pretty good. Like I I like that this is um, just keeps every week. It gets more it gets more ridiculous, and um, we're learning a little more of the process of how they come up with it and they're uh, they're sharing the love for the city of the day sponsor so very fun Tacoma Park Maryland any thoughts Carl any we're tracking this code uh, I think I've been through Tacoma Park Maryland if my memory serves me correctly when I was visiting a friend in geez 2012 okay yeah but uh yeah, outside of Silver Spring, near Tacoma, Normal, and Langley. Yeah, no fond memories of it. I might have just driven through it or might have just heard of it. Maybe I'm thinking of College Park, Maryland. Ah, okay, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Maryland kind of sucks. I'm sorry if we have any listeners from there, but I think Maryland's pretty trash. You know, I, I didn't... You know, I've had some all right times in Baltimore. Um... Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's all. I, that's all I've I've really done. There's like a couple of right. There's like a couple breweries or something I think that I went to in Maryland that I that were like I don't know. I used to brew beer when I was a boy. Um, Doug guesses the low. This bit is this bit is staying, and um, and the bit where Doug guesses a higher number than the high also happened again, which was you know it's going to continue to make me laugh. So, well done, boys. We have our options for the uh, title of the episode. Um, they mentioned they didn't give one last week. Yeah, they did mention that they forgot. Um, but yeah, clearly they came up with a good one that made sense because of that caller. So they, wor- they worked it out. Um, unnatural remedies for urinary tract infections. Um, make six figures by praying to these gods. And top ten most depressing animals. Uh, they're always saving the hits for C, right? It's like it's—I think it's been C every time. I want to say. I think the fact that it's just the last option. People always remember the first option and the last option of anything. Like go to a restaurant, and you're yeah. probably gonna remember the, the first special. Restu- or, 
first option, last option. The special. It's very seldom you remember the medal. Right, right. Yeah, seize the special every year. So, I mean, I'm wondering... I'm wondering if these were mixed up, if if, t if if top 10 most depressing animals would still win. We'll never know, but I still think that is the funny. I think that is the funniest one. And um, <laughs> they, they they started talking about donkeys and um, Eeyore. Underrated. Un yeah. Underrated animal, the, the ass. Eddie Murphy. And uh, Fine roll. Uh-huh. Uh, and Eeyore, I mean, in Winnie the Pooh, I, Eeyore was my favorite. I mean, he's kind of like sad, but he, he did make me laugh because he's kind of like sadly, he's like, you know, he's like, it's funny, depressed. I don't know. Um, the new win. Yeah, that's kind of sad, though. It, it, <laughs> I mean, as I got older, I was like, damn, there's no shine on this character. Um, there was a new Winnie the Pooh movie that came out like. <laughs> With you and McGregor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw I it? yeah I saw it and I liked it and I actually thought the Eeyore was hilarious. I thought that all the all the animals huh. were very funny. Um, I want to see it. I know it's on one of the streaming services. I originally wanted to see it in theaters, but it's probably on. We have to maybe, that out now. Maybe Diz Diz Plus, but um, yeah, I mean the movie. I don't know if Disney was a part of it actually. Oh, okay. I thought they. I, thought, I, don't know. I thought they were. I feel as if I saw it on something that wasn't Disney Plus, but it could be. Yeah, they. The the movies the movie strangely like has like like <laughs> these these like um little you know kind of creature animal creatures that are like stuffed animal toys of his come to life and then they like they play it pretty seriously where like the mm. like the the stuffed animals come to life and then he kind of like Ewan McGregor like goes on an adventure with them and every time these little animals like speak out loud like a, a human sees that like another human sees them and like faints you know what i mean like they have like a real reaction to if somebody was going to if you saw a stuffed animal talking to you like they, they play it pretty huh. real which i thought was funny but the movie does like take itself a bit too seriously and is a bit long but check it out um okay. vera drew on the line has a gofundme <clears throat> Um, and this movie she's making sounds uh, right up my alley, taking footage of the Joker movie and the Batman movies and telling the story of uh, her, something based on her transition. Um, you know, you can talk Batman, you can talk Joker with me all day. I was I was fully into this. Um, what do you think of this, Carl? This sounds weird, right? I'm into it. Prior to this, I kind of went out of order with uh, my intake of pods this week where I listened to the Poundcast with her on it. It ah. was great because she, she had some wonderful David Liebehart stories. And then she started to open up about her movie and her GoFundMe. And she kind of reiterated the same thing here with mm -hmm. how she's chopping up bits from Joker movies. Yeah. And it's definitely something I would support. I haven't done it yet, though, because I've been running around. But I'm into it. And she's done a lot of work with getting the Tim and Eric uh, material on the Adult Swim app and yeah. producing and editing a lot of that stuff. So, yeah, I'm a fan. definitely. Um, this sounds cool. Um, I guess she directed some Beef House and, you know, she's been, you know, seems like a like a maybe more recent um, sort of you know, kind of member of the, of the crew. And, um, yeah, this seems cool. And they, um, 
<laughs> you know, we got some Tim Joker impressions, uh, which were hilarious, I thought. You know, he was just like saying, he's like, it's showtime. Like, he was just not, like, those are, that's just not a Joker line, but, you know, they're like, <laughs> what, what Tim would think would be a Joker line. Um, Any mask character uh, that has face paint. Yeah, sure. Um, Put that in place. And, um, yeah, and then they just they talked Batman for a while. We we uh, we heard uh, you know people's preferences. Tim said he's a Chris Nolan Batman guy, which kind of surprised me. But you know those movies are good. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, like like she said, it's you know kind of a tough time to ask people for money for something. But if you got a couple bucks, I mean the GoFundMe is what's nice about it is if if you like the idea. What's a couple bucks? It's not, you know, you don't have to go nuts. You know, she's not asking for, you know, a big amount of money. It's a one-time thing, and you'll probably get some sort of perks. I haven't gone and checked it out yet, but I will because it sounds very cool. Um, ThePeoplesJoker.com. Yeah. Um, I didn't love that Joker movie. Uh, huh? I didn't love that um, Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. Oh yeah. yeah, have we talked about that before? We might have. Joker. We might have. It was a little. Okay. It was a little much. Not into it. Why you liked it? Uh, I mean, I'm not going in having seen every Batman movie and able to kind of compare and contrast with everything. So, for what it was, it was cool. As far as diving into that character, I mean, every Joker you can take or leave or have your favorite or least favorite, but. Mm -hmm. It's content, and it was half decent, or more. Listen, to I, me. yeah, I was I was entertained while watching it, like very entertained, and like on the edge of my seat, and, and like, but I absolutely have no desire to ever watch it again. Which kind of you know that kind of tells me because just it's like kind of difficult and sort of um, just brutal. And you know, I'm just a, I'm a big Batman fan, and I I just don't want that experience because most of the Batman movies, I want to watch them over and over and over again. I want to like be in that world, and I want to spend time with okay. those characters. And that one was just like, I don't want to be around this. Like this is so, it's just nasty. But good for them. They could they could have called the movie the you know the the Psycho. You know what I mean? And just made a movie about a guy who got abused and killed people. You know, like but they just stuck the Joker yeah. on it and made a billion dollars. So. Smart. Yeah. I, th I think what's interesting about that film is having listened to a uh, Terry Gross interview with the director. He was saying that he's had this idea for the movie for so long, but felt as if it wasn't going to play out well in theaters. So when everybody was making comic book movies, DC, Marvel, whomever, he decided that in this light, he could uh, tell this story under this kind of costume with the Joker. Yeah. So yeah. for that respect, I think that there's a good story there and it just happens to involve characters that people are cognizant of and have watched for decades. Sure. They, I mean, they just took advantage of that um, and it worked yeah. out for everybody. Um, yeah. Profitable for sure. Yeah. Um, Josh Owens. Uh, this was, this was um, interesting. Um, this guy worked for Alex Jones um, wrote an article for the New York Times. Uh, I thought... I like how dressed up he is for this he, I thought, Yeah, he was a little stone-faced. He was a little all-business for me a little bit. Not a lot of laughs or not a lot of smiling. Um, I mean, how can you after working with the one and only? 
you know, it's just like that kind of a that that's that person who has that experience. You'd you'd hope he'd come and be like, oh my god, you're not gonna believe what happened. But instead, he was like, um, yes, he shot probably just traumatized. A, he shot a buffalo it. with a handgun. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So this was this was an interesting interview. Um, I, I you know I'm not as I'm obviously I'm not as fascinated with uh, Alex Jones as the guys are. Um, but um, you know. <laughs> It took a long time for Tim to <laughs> do the imitation, which was which was funny. And um, he's been running it for so long, though. I, yeah, I, I just like hear I, it. I just it's there. I figured he would have like tortured the you know like tortured the guy a little bit and started harassing him with the voice. It didn't happen much, but no, I, I think in a case like this, if they're willing to talk about it and have already publicized that they were in this nest and blew away and have all these interesting stories and i would want to keep them on ice as long as possible and see what they are willing to disclose yeah it wasn't until after he did the voice that we heard about how it takes alex jones only 30 seconds to take a shit (laughs) so uh you know maybe he needed maybe he needed it to lighten up a little bit um and they said he looked like a young Orson Welles, which which tied it up very nicely. <laughs> At the end, I was like, "Oh, that's exactly what he looks like." <laughs> uh, um, so then we went into Rodney Dillard pretty quick. This was a packed show, as they mentioned many times, and I think um, right. it seemed like Tim wasn't super happy about that. But uh, three guests is a lot. They know that. The guys, you know that. You know, three's maybe too many. You know, two's the the number. The Dillard. I'd say that each interview was good, though. Yeah. yeah, but it was a good transition. Sure. Um, Rodney, Dillard. Rodney Dillard. I mean, did you know anything about the Dillards? I sure didn't. No, I'm always bad at the music. Yeah. Yes. I just listened to the Wheat Straw Sweet. Um, the Wheat Straw Sweet, which is which is hard to say if you try saying it. Tim struggled. Mm-hmm. Um, very cool. I, I mean, it makes perfect sense why it's an influence on Tim. It was like. These guys influenced the birds and they, you know, toured with the birds. And that album has a beautiful Beatles cover. And, um, yeah, um, I didn't take a ton of, uh, you know, I didn't take like a ton of notes about this. I kind of just listened back and stuff. Um, it's a bummer their new record is not on Spotify. Um, but, We'll, uh, That's cool. We'll track it down. Yeah, it's I. I, I res- work. Listen, I respect that. Um, yeah. and uh, yeah, interesting little interview. The guy seemed like a f- like a fun, kind of zany zany older guy. He reminded me of like a, I don't know, a little Van Dyke Parksy ish or something. I don't just kind of like a, a cool man that looks like your dad or something. That's obviously had lived like a very cool life and. You know, he's probably got he's probably got a ton of interesting stories toured with Elton John and, and all this stuff so um so that was a cool guest check out the Dillards uh Carl it's a it's a very it's like electric bluegrass um it's like they said one of the first times a bluegrass band which is traditionally all acoustic uh instruments they all plugged them in and did like electric banjos and everything and it's mandolins and stuff it's pretty cool it sounds you know it sounds like stuff you've heard before um, and then uh, Tim, I wrote Tim goes nuts about RNC. Um, this is kind of when Tim sort of started losing it for the day, um, and we don't need to get in all that. Um, Wolfpack, did you know Wolfpack? 
Carl, I felt I feel like maybe you would. You're a younger boy. Wolfpack? Wolfpack, the band, uh, the next guest with Jack Stratton. Wolfpack. No. No? <laughs> okay. Nope. So, yeah, this guy, I mean, this is a cool story. I don't know if you read up about this guy, but Wolfpack, I mean, he, he told the interesting stuff about renting out MSG and all this stuff, and they, like, got, they made their first, they made it from doing this, um, doing this. Oh, MSG. Is that the like, talk for Madison? Garden. Well, they did, yeah. Th- so they did this, but the first thing they did was this Spotify thing where they put out an album that was Silence, um, and they told all their fans to just play it when they went to sleep at night and just re- put it on repeat because then you get the plays racked up, and then it looks like you have right. tons of people listening to your music. And that be- that was like somebody wrote an article about that or something, and they blew. They kind of they got all their they got a lot of more fans from that because their music was. Their music's good too. I mean, it's like cool, sort of like, you know, new funk. I don't know, like Jamiroquai kind of sounding, which is is weird to say, but they're kind of like, um, I don't know. They're all right. They kind of did something like that in Pootie Tang, where the song had nothing audible. Really? Yeah, if you've ever seen Pootie Tang. Yeah, I don't remember it. I don't think I have seen Pootie Tang honestly. It's a Louis. That's C- a Louis C.K. <laughs> joint, right? It's a wide, a wild one. Chris Rock and yeah. some other people. Wanda Sykes has a pretty big role in it too. Yeah, um, there. I I thought it was fun that they were doing the their their next. They've been doing these gimmicks. One of them was they rented MSG and sold it out, and now they're auctioning off a track on their record. That's pretty. That's interesting, man. That's cool. I mean. What's cool about the, what I was thinking, I was talking to a friend of mine who's like a musician. He's like, oh, if we had, if, you know, if I had like a rich, da- you know, like there's going to be some band out there with a rich dad or something that's like going to be able to get their song on the Wolfpack album for whatever, $50,000 or whatever it costs. And suddenly you have, you know, suddenly your song is on the album. And, you know, if it's good and people like it, maybe that maybe that changes your own career. So. It's interesting. Maybe it's just some prankster. Who knows? But yeah, I was fascinated with how expensive it is to rent out MSG for a night. I mean, yeah. If you do the math, I mean, it kind of makes you sense. Sell a thousand, and then it starts to make sense at that point. Yeah, I mean, if you're selling your, I mean, what do they have? Twenty thousand or, or like fifteen thousand seats or something in there? I, I don't remember, but. Um, hmm. If you got fifteen thousand seats and you sell each thing for a hundred dollars, like I don't, I don't know, I can't do the math, but I think that regular, I think that bands that, I don't think oh, bil- they have twenty twenty thousand seven hundred and eighty nine seats. Okay, twenty thousand. So if they sell five percent of the capacity, they sold it out. Then they start to make money. Yeah, that's well. If awesome. they, if tickets were fifty dollars, how much would they make for twenty thousand times fifty? Math teacher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that, um, a, is that a is that a million dollars? Yeah, that's a mil. Okay, so yeah, so for three ninety two, yeah, fifty bucks. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they it was sure, sure it was fifty. They, they don't get to keep that whole bit, but um, I'm sure there's some, you know, ticket masters and stuff in there. But yeah, no, that's right. cool. I I like the pranking. Um, uh, I like the kind of uh, punking the world version of of stuff. Um, it's cool. Um, 
my, the little record label I run, I'm always trying to do some snaky stuff. Like I have no shame in telling the people on my label to pay for followers and pay for things. You know what I mean? Just like, you know, you'd be shocked about, you know, what you can get, you know, it's just, it's kind of dirty. I know it's kind of dirty, but that, that's just the game these days. Like I, I really believe in the band's, that I, you know, represent, but it's, you know, it's just hard by from word of mouth and just from little digital stuff to get the word out. So come up with something new, some of something clever doing this, like the stuff that these guys are doing. They got to play. Yeah. Um, we got to play guess the drum beat similar to guess the bass line. And um, I got the back and black one. Did you? You know, I was yeah. I was really close. I'm like Metallica was on the tip of my tongue. I think if I would have been playing, I would have said Metallica. <laughs> um, but yeah, those ones, you know, like you know, you can kind of tell from those. But but it is funny to just you could tell he was struggling to hear it over the Zoom because the Zoom, especially walking wherever he was walking, the Zoom sounds like shit, man. You can't be on that Zoom. I'm, uh, I wish there was a better system. Um, but it, it seems to be working for everybody. Um, that's when they just yell at you and tell you to watch it on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, um, you know, I'm trying to think. We got a couple callers again that um, we'd already, I don't know, it was, like, it was like some couple of people that we'd had on last week, I feel like. And it was like, they asked about David Bowie. Um, and... Tim talked about doing a new show called The Tens, all of his perfect records, and Doug said we could do The Pits, and that sounded fun. Like, I'm always interested in their new podcast ideas. And then the best... Yeah, lists. Yeah, lists. The best thing... Lists. Yeah, favorites. You know, Tim loves favorites. Um, yeah, or the least faves. Least faves. Nothing Nothing <laughs> more... for the pits. Nothing more worthwhile than saying how, how bad things are. That's really a good use of your time. Um uh, <laughs> so David Bowie, the well, da- learn from mistakes, I guess. Yeah, the David Bowie cameo bit. Um, I don't even know how we ended, how we got there, but suddenly Tim is like wishing, you know, wishing people happy birthday via David Bowie. And uh, oh, I think it's because somebody asked if he was going to do uh, a podcast on Bowie's career yeah but, but before you no. know it before you know it he's doing an imitation and he's doing cameos yeah, cameo uh, yeah so that was fucking funny and um <laughs> and then so then we moved to after hours uh if you want to hear more of this wacky stuff get on patreon and um yeah so after hours get on patreon because you get more stuff um although uh i didn't really make a bunch i I thought this was after hours was, uh, you know, it just wasn't, I don't know. It just it didn't really have a lot of energy. Um, somebody called and asked about like the o- Ontario hockey league, OHL and Tim just wasn't. Yeah. Ha- first t- call too. Yeah. Tim, it? Tim, yeah. Tim wasn't having it. He's just Not chilling. The, he, he was just, he wasn't, yeah. wasn't trying to hear it. Um, the next guy was like talking about, you know, being suicidal, and it was just like mod on. You know, it was just like just kind kind of heavy, quick, and then they forgot about Robbie Martin, and it, you know, <laughs> and then really it, forgot about yeah, and then finally he came on, and you know, we're talking about Q again. I, I just wasn't really, you know, I think Tim seemed a little disconnected. Um, this this guy that was gone the game night, you know, he, he like rolls the dice for the game night. He came on and 
<sighs> you know, he just that guy talks a lot. I mean, he's a nice guy and everything, but I just felt like he was just like it was just like all right, moving moving on. Um, you know, let's see. Uh, somebody called and had a sparkle face or something, or uh, I can't remember. Um, but you know, Matt his Matt was Matt was uh, striking out with his picks he, he said he was just didn't have it <laughs> that day he was trying to pick people and they were a lot of duds coming up sorry everybody that's just the way it goes sometimes um mother and daughter came on i think one of them had a crush on doug that's cute um yeah i think the mom did right i mean somebody called like nobody okay so here's what happened they had said okay somebody call and give us a give us somebody that tim can do another one of these cameos because the david bowie one was was funny we were laughing and like yeah. the next freaking six calls didn't hear, must have not heard that because they're like, all right, you got something? And they're like, yeah, what are your three favorite national parks? And it was like, oh, God, Jesus Christ. Like, come on, move Don't it along. More. Yeah, move it along. Um, and like, I, I feel like for the past, the last like 30 minutes of the show, Tim was just like, all right, one more call. <laughs> and they do a call. And it was like, all right, we can't end with that. One more call after that. Um, not all stretched it so, out quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, they did get into the one. I don't know. It's not even terribly interesting, but the this guy Django Gold that tweeted something, um, saying that um, Tim and Eric are going to go to hell and have to watch all of the things that they've inspired. Um, you know, which was kind of a, a rude thing to say. And Tim defended it. And yeah, said, and to be retweeted years after it was said. Yeah, I don't get that. Yeah, Tim. Um, Tim defended it, and it was like, yeah. I mean, I don't think that's true. I think there's a lot of. I mean, the whole absolutely fucking thing is mostly pretty great stuff. So, whether they are direct inspiration or not, they're definitely, you know, people that are working with them are definitely inspired. So, it's a stupid thing to say. And then we finally, we got a guy with the last name Page to ask for a Jimmy Page impression. And it worked. I mean, guys, you guys had the the cameo worked. It was funny. He dropped a ramble on at the end. It was very funny. Yeah, that, that sealed the deal on it for sure. And I will say, I, uh, I, think, I think when we had Matt on, or maybe I just was messaging with him, I said, Matt, you got to do like a little Patreon uh, cameo thing. Like this cameo is a funny idea. So here we go. You know, Tim, do do this thing where people people have you do a cameo in the, you know, as an impression of somebody else do it, you know, somebody else doing it. So you get a cameo from Tim, but it's not from Tim. It can't be actually from Tim. It has to be from somebody who's imi he's imitating. So you could do that, guys, Patreon. You could do that as a you know to, to raise money for something or something that would be really funny and uh i'm sure some of the people that weren't on the zoom there's probably tons of people with a lot of very funny ideas for tim to do more cameos so uh, um i think you guys should should jump on it maybe come up with your own name for it um and then yeah i mean they they tease the drop concert again and um yeah, that was that was after hours. Nothing, I don't know. A little, little Tim was mad. He even said he's in a bad mood and and all that. So, um, yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty. I don't know, pretty 
I'm going to say lackluster show. It, was, it wasn't crazy. Um, it was fine. It was entertaining. Um, definitely had some laughs here and there. Um, they talk- I feel as if the interviews were really clear and concise. Like I knew pretty much everything that they were talking about. That's, that is true. Sometimes it's random. Minus you know, the last or the one music one prior to uh, the very final one what that the- they had. The Dillards? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The Bluegrass one was yeah. one where I didn't have too much. I wasn't really. Uh, yeah, I wasn't too locked in. I wasn't too locked in. I did want to say that the beginning of the show, Um, again, I thought the camera looked great. I thought Tim looked great. I thought his mustache looked really good. Um, I, I'm in a hotel, so I watched it on a TV, like on the TV. They had like a YouTube app on the TV, which I've never watched it all big and blown up. And, uh, you know, it just looked really good. I'd say the production uh, quality is production value looks really good for the show. When you can blow it up real big, it looks real nice. So um, that was that. So the drop concert is the last thing to talk about. Um I loved it. I, I mean, wh- what can I say? If if the show was lacking at all, the the drop concert made up for it, you know, tenfold. It was super fucking cool and fun. Like Tim's intros as like the stoner guy who was taking bong rips um, was was really funny. And then he did like a spot on. They did this spot on like sports kind of like intro to each guy, you know, like, and that's exactly what they do on tennis where they like before the guy goes out into the court they stop and talk to the guy and they're like so you know like how do you feel about tonight you know they just they just get into it you know what what are you gonna you you get some new drops and you know tim did a great impression of that um i thought it was really good um and then he was just a really then he was just like he would go from he went from stoner to sports reporter to like hype man and I was like really excited. Like I was really hyped up. I was like, this is going to be so fun. And then, I mean, my notes are, this thing is incredible. Sound is excellent. A religious experience for OHL heads. <laughs> um, I think I, I wrote, I think this should be, if they ever do like a live, um, a live OHL tour or something like that, this should definitely be the way they maybe open the show or like after the show to have like a dance party kind of thing after the show. Like this was just really good. Um, uh, it sounded amazing. I was listening on headphones. I just, you know, was totally in like it flowed. Like, I don't know. Like we got all of like, they have their hits, you know what I mean? They have their drop (laughs) that, you know, the drops that, you know, and they kind of went through everything. And, um, it was just I just thought it was excellent. Um I'm glad I I'm glad my voice made it briefly. Um I was so happy to hear that. Um and then like it really it got really beautiful. Like forty minutes in. I don't know if you got to forty minutes. Like Doug is playing like like looping some keyboard or of of Vic's. I really don't know exactly what's going on, but I know Vic obviously can just jam and they can both jam. There was just like some beautiful ambient kind of melodies with like <laughs> with like the reverb drops, which are like, this is just a really pleasing sounding thing. Like it, it was not like, you know what I mean? Like it was like not very, uh, it didn't hurt ever. It felt good the whole time. Um, 
So I thought it was beautiful. I, I like legit as a music fan. I thought it was really, really fun and really cool and something they should definitely look into. You know, they're, I guess they're editing it and making Drop Concert the movie. But what did, what are your feelings on on the Drop Concert? I'm into it. Any little side uh, event that the Holy Trinity has put together, I think has been pretty well executed, whether it's game night or drop concert. Uh, I don't know if we need another drop concert every month. Yeah, no. Because at some point, I feel as if we're going to be hearing the same drops, but if they can keep churning out these concerts and have a good variety of drops with new ones thrown in, I'm into it. Yeah, this seems like maybe every few months or something, or a couple times a year. Or like I said, I think it would—it really felt like something that like would would serve like a live audience um, as like you know, kind of just like how Doug does the DJ set before Tim and Eric shows. It would just be Doug and Vic doing a DJ set and giving you all those Easter eggs because I, you know. You wouldn't. I guess you wouldn't want to do it before if they were doing a live show because then it kind of spoil all the drops. So I guess you'd have to do it as like kind of an encore. Um, yeah, I could picture like Tim dancing. I, I wanted Tim to come out and dance a little bit. Um, I'll say the chat was fucking going off, dude. Like the chat during it because I I watched it live and it was. Re- I don't know if there's a replay of the chat, but I mean it was just non-stop like getting hammered so that, that was really cool tim was in there matt was in there happy birthday matt it's matt's birthday oh uh, it's today right it's today yeah it's today, today? august yeah. 30th happy birthday matt yeah you can actually go back and see the chat on the concert it like replays of it, course you know? being a patreon member you can see it but if you're not make sure you get i there. think i think they said it's only one more day so yeah, and then they're closing it. They're just getting rid of it. Well, they're 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 editing it. There were the cameraman, the uh, cameraman in there, and they're like editing together a thing. And I guess they recorded it and shot it. That's interesting. I don't know what they're gonna put in there, but I imagine it seems like the type of like I guess it was like an hour long. That would be a hell of a video edit if they're like, yeah, gonna toss this to. I mean, editing it as a multicam wouldn't be that terribly hard to like just cut between the cameras, but. You'd imagine they'd want to put in like funny shit in there, you know, like just weird, right. you know, pictures and just weirdo shit. But I don't know. That's a lot of fucking work. But um, huh. yeah, Drop Concert, the movie, they said, is, is coming someday soon. So maybe that's just um, the next time we'll hear of it. But that'll be a thing people ask for for the next however many weeks and months. Um, they. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they like did like an encore. Tim came out and they, you know, then they went back in and did a little more and they finally did fast jazz at the end. People were begging for fast jazz. And I don't know if those guys had the chats open or not, but <laughs> finally they did it and they went hard on it. It was really, really funny. And then they ended with that, <laughs> that, <laughs> that like terrible horn sound that Tim found a couple weeks ago that they've been using. Um, so epic. I mean, they didn't miss one freaking drop, and uh, you know it was great. And it was great. It's what's, what's fun now, Carl. I'll say is that being in the chat, I recognize it's. I do recognize a lot of the people from. Um, I know you're not a big social media guy, but there's a lot of people that follow us on uh, on Twitter and 
you know, I like liking things and retweeting things here and there. And, you know, um, it's fun to see them, you know, it's like a group of, what, 500, 600 people in there. And a lot of the ones that are, like, vocal are the same ones. And it's like, oh, hey, you're kind of, like, becoming buds with all these people. And um, yeah, that's really cool. I'm, ho- I'm hoping someday when they are, when we do get to, you know, get back out there and maybe do some sort of live experience to, um, you know, it's just like, yeah, I feel like everybody's kind of maybe getting more aware of each other just because we are stuck at, at you know, kind of not seeing people in, in person. So interesting. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. G- I, that's about, I don't know if you had anything else noted for the week. I, I don't know how long we've been going either. It's probably time to cut her down. Uh, what 45 minutes yeah yeah um i'd say that the poundcast with rira drew was definitely worth a listen if you're a david lima hart fan or interested in hearing more about her movie what else did she talk about um yeah i mean i was working on eric and actually doug voices his thoughts on working with lima hart which was uh interesting Yes. Okay. So, so it sounds like it's like real deep Tim and Eric kind of BTS kind of stuff, which I'm sure anybody listening to this would probably be into that. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't say it's so deep on Tim and Eric. It comes up, but mostly it was her interactions with David Liebehart. And if you're interested in him, Mm -hmm. then it's a good episode. Yeah, I, uh, uh, I will definitely check it out. I'm, uh, I'm a Poundcast Patreon member, newly Patreoned up there, so I can do the after hours and all that there. That's um, that's only a couple bucks, two bucks to join that one. I'd say, um, you know, again, if you got two bucks a month, which is $24 a year, and you support these guys, it really helps. Every, every little bit helps. Vic's Patreon, which I don't know how much stuff he's doing, but he, his lowest one is $5 as well, which, no offense to Vic, but you know, maybe you should lower. Maybe you should lower it to a couple bucks. I don't know how much stuff Vic is putting out, but um, hmm. I feel like I can't. I can't do all of the Holy Trinity and the, you know, it's like I'm gonna be spending you know twenty dollars a month, <laughs> which, or thirty dollars. I, I don't know. Not twenty. Yeah. I wonder if they could come together and make their own little Patreon so that you get all four. Yeah, Patre- three Patreon package. Ten dollars and you get everything. Um, Patreon Patriot package. Yeah, because I'm doing the Doug solo one, the the, the Poundcast, and OHL, um, which is fine. I'm totally fine with that. All the content. It's all of it. So, yeah, everybody listening, if you're not yet a member, go get into that. Um, I've heard some from some people that listen to this that say they're not a Patreon member, and I'm like, well, you're really missing out. You're a real jerk. Um so they would listen to the after hours, but not be a Patreon member. Well, our, this is free. <laughs> All you know right. what I mean. So I, I think I think we're supply. Yeah. I think unfortunately, I hate to say this, but we're supplying some of the cheap fans <laughs> with more content rather than getting after hours. Just like, well, we'll just listen to this after hours or at, you know recap like the free after hours podcast. <laughs> yeah, but there's so much stuff that happens that is interesting to actually hear in real time, and. Just knowing that it's more content that I'm naturally interested in hearing about. Um, of course. Me interested. And I, I, I mean, if you've listened to that much content for people and you haven't supported them in any little way, uh, yeah, I mean, it is a, the dawn of 
free content, but yeah, I feel better supporting them a little bit, even if it's just five dollars. Abs- I couldn't agree more. I'm just realizing right now that we are supplying more free content, and I'm if if there's one person out there that's like, eh, I don't need to do the Patreon. I'll just listen to that. We like having fun podcasts. Like you know, I feel kind of strange. Yeah, there's even stuff that we forget or don't mention. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Um, uh, okay. Uh, well, if you want to, yeah, if you want to be on the podcast because you listen to us and not the after hours, and you refuse to be a Patreon <laughs> member, uh, please give us an email or tweet at us. Yeah, tweet we at. Love to hear from you. Tweet at WLFH podcast. I think is that it. We like it. WLHF pod is it pod or podcast? I, it's like my secondary twitter account so i don't really use it i mean that much so i don't even know what it is it's just terrible um let me just look really quick uh carl do you have anything um what, what's you want to give us a, a quick uh um promo of your other pod sure this past week, we interviewed Uncle Ron's Candles, which is a small business <laughs> out of Philadelphia making candles. It's it was a, really interesting. A, sorry, that's just like a creepy name. <laughs> what is it? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, Wait, what is it again? It's Uncle Paul? Uncle Ron's Candles, and you can find them. Actually, they have a, yeah, it was interesting. He talked about his Patreon that sends out homemade candles every month like three of them for $20 a month. And then every month he sends out new candles that he makes. So we interviewed him. He talked about how he got into it. We talked Philly stuff. We talk about... Talk cheesesteaks. Bad candles. Oh, yeah, we talk about (laughs) Philly-branded candles and what a Philly-branded candle would smell like. Um, And that's... Found it smelled at, like it smells like pizza yeah. and cheese, right? Or it's pizza and you know somebody showed Art, <laughs> somebody showed me this meat and cheese whiz, right? Let me just ask you something off topic, real quick. Somebody showed me a picture. Yeah. I have a friend from Philly, and he just showed me this picture, and it was a you know kind of a pornographic picture of a a pizza, <laughs> a whole pizza wrapped around a cheesesteak, and it was kind of opened in a way to look like female genitalia and it was pretty just horrifying and i was like what the fuck and he's like yeah it's called the philly fucking whatever i, I don't know what it's no, called south street taco south street taco yeah okay yeah. it's like oh my god you guys can you guys get any more disgusting you philly fucking freaks um, yeah so i mean yeah that's a slice of pizza i mean all right so south street's like the main kind of ratchet drag in philly and uh-huh. usually you get a lorenzo slice yeah which is on the East uh, direction of South Street, mm-hmm. and then you get a cheesesteak, and you wrap the cheesesteak in a slice of pizza Not and on. consume it all at once. Have you done it? No, but I've talked to <laughs> people who have done it and said that they had to relieve themselves pretty quickly after. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like a a real diarrhea factory. Um, all right, so check out Carl's podcast where they talk about candles this week. Um, open in PHL Pod on Instagram. Open in PHL Pod. Oh, you got an inst- you, uh, you got an Instagram, Carl? Yeah. yeah. Oh we, uh, shit, dude! Some pretty good marketing on there. I didn't know you had an Instagram. I gotta jump on there. 
Yeah. So open in PHL pod on Instagram. Open in PHL pod. In PHL, wherever you find your podcasts. DM us if you have anything cool to mention. Or open say. in PHL pod. Cast or just pod? Cast. No, just pod. Just pod. Open in, open in PHL pod. On okay. Instagram. And you have like quotes on here. Let's see. It doesn't take much to respond to somebody who likes what you're doing and answer their simple questions. That's Aaron Ditro, owner of Uncle Ron's Candles. Very cute. Uncle Ron. I like the logo for Uncle Ron's. Oh, I like yeah. I like your Who's doing this? Instagram. My girlfriend and I collaborate to find the quotes. I'm saying like some, somebody like does like the design here where you have like the three things and the business in the middle. Like it's a beautiful, yep. like when you look at all the things, whose idea? Yeah. Your girlfriend? Uh, I had it in mind that it would just be better to have it as a block thing. Cause then when you look at the Instagram, you can see specifically which brands and we just post in threes because it forces us to find the true thought out ideas that are mentioned in each episode. Very cool. Um, well, I just gave you a follow Tiger Shrimp Records. You'll see that. So you'll have to uh, hey. you'll have to follow me back. And For we, sure. And um, yeah, I'll say anybody listening, like, no joke. Like, this is a very cool little Instagram um, idea that's like, a, it's like, you know, good. Somebody's like, I'm sure tons of people have stolen this or maybe this is stolen, but it's really well little put out here where you can see each thing and, you know, very, very good. Um, so check out Carl's podcast, um, check out Tiger Shrimp Records, check out Lost Pilot Films, um, check out my film on Amazon called Solo Project. Oh yeah, I started watching that. Did you? Yeah, yeah. What do you mean you started? Yeah. It's only, it's under 90. You I know, but I only had like 40, so <laughs> I figured I'd tie it up another day, but okay. I'm into it. Let me know when you finish it. I wasn't it. sure if it was like a documentary, documentary, or for, but yeah. Now it's a, it's just a regular, awesome. just a regular old thing. So, but there's a, there's a, I did make a documentary about music, about bands. That's called "I Can Hear You Calling," and you could find that at LostPilotFilms.com. That's on Vimeo. You have to rent that on Vimeo. They took it off Amazon because it had a scene that I filmed that a guy was. There's pornography on a projector in the background of a scene. There's like a blowjob and a little cunnilingus that's going on. But it's blurry and it's in the background on a like projected on a wall. You know what I mean? And it's like Okay. So so they, they kicked us off Amazon, which is kind of br- brutal. But um Damn. Yeah, but that one's cool if you want to uh uh I don't know, wanna see any of my other shit, you can go look at that stuff. Look at Carl's stuff, and thanks for listening. Have a great week. Signing off here from Queens, New York. Um, I'm pretty close, Carl. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, we're gonna have to meet up. Yeah, what's up? I'm gonna meet halfway. I just realized, yeah, I'm pretty close to Philly, and so yeah, let's go get South Street Tacos. Let's do it. Yeah, we're doing it this week. Um, All right, dude. Have a good one. Um, You start school this week quickly. We start professional development virtually tomorrow. Professional development virtually tomorrow. Sounds fun. Uh, good luck with that. Stay safe, Carl. Stay safe. Stay, stay, 
Stay safe, everybody listening. And uh, have a great week. Uh, We love you, and we thank you for listening. Stay safe, players. See ya. Stay safe, players. I don't use insulin, should I be? I never thought about it, but I know a lot of people are very, uh, very badly affected. Unbelievable. Okay.